2: Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
3: Hey, this is Craig up in the Space Bunker, just here to cleverly make you think the following documentary about life in an alternate dimension is really just a made-up improv comedy podcast. That's my job. Did you know with a little digital sweetening you can make any documentary seem like it's a live episode of a comedy podcast? Add a laugh track to Jiro Dreams of Sushi and you'll see what I'm talking about. Anyway, don't believe in alternate dimensions or you might accidentally destroy the whole multiverse, blah blah blah, etc. Okay, before I transfer things over to the boss man, I have the audience filter set to Chicago style and ready to go. Huh, that's weird. The tattoo of a battery I have on my forearm is blinking red for some reason. Didn't know tattoos could blink, wonder if that's uh... Anyway, I'm sure I can wait until after the show, which I'm transferring us to now.
0: Attention, people of Earth. There are no worlds beyond your own, no matter how convincing the costumes might be. And from prior experience, we should be pretty safe. However, this podcast is being recorded live at the Music Box Theater in Chicago. Likely the most childish thing to ever occur here. And yes, that includes the screening of An American Tale, Fievel Goes West, just yesterday. I checked the website. Spoiler alert, there are cats in America. And now, enjoy the
4: show.
5: Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Necamp. Uh, uh, if, if you're not familiar with the show, you've made a weird mistake. <laughs> but this is everything you need to know. About two and a half years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal. Through the Dimensional Rift from the Burger King, that I use to upload every week, a podcast I record here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, where we all are now. <laughs> and I've got to say, I feel like the tavern is at capacity <laughs> in the town of Hogs Face, in the land of Foon. <laughs> and I'm joined as always. But my good buddy, my friend, my boon companion.
6: Oh yeah, baby! I move like a 35-year-old man. Yeah.
5: You are a talking badger, but, and I don't say it enough,
6: a shapeshifter. Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't say it enough, a good friend.
5: Also, I think I say it like exactly the right amount. Okay, all right, good. A good friend. You're a good friend. Yeah, you know the kind of good friend where you've known them so long that you have
6: at least two seats between you? Yeah. Yeah. And also, also a good enough friend that when there are six seats in front of you, rather than sit and talk, you stand awkwardly and look at each other. Yeah. That's how good of friends we are.
5: It's like it's dinner and someone comes and you stand and you're not sure if you're the first person to sit and then it goes
6: on long enough. Yeah. But oh, you're yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And also, I have to say, for you, this must be pretty comfortable because this is your pooping position. This is. Yes, for yes. For anybody... For anybody in a tavern who doesn't know, let me put Arnie on blast. Arnie poops standing up. All I'm saying is, do not judge it
5: until you've tried it.
6: Okay. All right. Yeah.
5: Can we sit? Is that I'm going to sit. Okay,
6: yeah. Let's sit. I,
5: I'm done pooping. Yeah. Oh, good. 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 Now it's time for everyone's least favorite part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'd also like to introduce my other good friend. Us or the wizard.
6: steps I am no
1: guess Glass
5: is <laughs> Guys, I'm just so glad we've been but in this tavern Think ta- not for a moment, those be all my names I'm just so glad we've been in this tavern for so long that we decided this week, let's start from like a mile away
6: <laughs> Wait, hold up hold up, hold up, hold up you think from our table to the back of the tavern is a mile? You, you totally just showed your cards that you don't walk ever. Look, I... Perhaps earth miles are different. Yeah,
5: measurement can be different. You know I love the banter between the three of us. But I want to bring up our first guest because our first guest doesn't have a ton of time. But I am so excited to talk to the traveling bard, Devin Whistlestring. Devin Whistlestring.
3: Hello.
7: I am Devil Whistlestring, and I am here to sing. Oh,
1: welcome, welcome to the tavern. You, you can see it right behind us. Yeah.
6: yeah our...
5: Is this where we are? Yes. So, Devin, I'm so excited to meet a traveling bard. Like, is it, is it a
7: hard life, traveling around singing? No, it's actually really easy. I do it all the time. Like, cheesy. <laughs> oh, wow. Or so, do you have that phrase on Earth?
6: Like, cheesy? Like, cheesy? Yeah. Um,
5: yeah. Almost? Okay. All right. Almost? Yeah. I would also like to quickly point out that I stood for you, Chunt, and we all stood for Devin. Nobody stood when you stood or Oh, I stand for myself
1: and yea though there may be forces aligned against me I shall stand strong and ne'er fail I though I feel the strong winds of evil blow my way trying to blow me o'er I shall stand strong like the mighty oak and not shall destroy me Yea for I do live on and on
7: I am Usador, the everlasting. Hey,
6: Arnie. So I'm yeah. fine.
7: I want to be a wizard. Oh. Uh, you want to be a wizard? That was really cool. That was really cool. I feel like he had, he had this whole thing about himself that he knew all these details that, like, he had to share with everyone just because he is who he is. Well, yeah. Devin, Devin, I'll let you know on a secret. If you want to be a wizard, all you have to do is let Usador bite you. That's it? All you got to do is bite me? I think so. Is that- I love getting bit like a I, motherfucker. I, That's wonderful. <laughs>
6: And Arnie, Arnie, in food, motherfuckers get bit quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, so that's the sure. saying is yeah. like get bit like a motherfucker. Oh, because yeah. if someone
7: fucks your mom,
6: you're going to bite them. Like, you got you to gotta bite them. Yeah. Right? Does that yeah. does that? Well, track? I feel like even
7: when you fuck your mom, I mean, there's probably some biting going on in there. Yeah. Some little neck play. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, there's,
5: there's good biting and bad biting involved sure. in motherfuckers. Yeah. Also, I welcome to the little child sitting very close to the table. Oh, hey
6: there. On your way home, your mom's going to have so many things to answer. Uh-huh. Don't bite. <laughs> so, so, Devin, I want to I wanna talk to you
5: a little bit. I know you're a very busy bard traveling from town to town. I know yes. there's, there's a festival
7: of riots that you need to get to uh, pretty soon. Yeah, I have no idea why they're all rioting and celebrating at the same time. I know. That's amazing It's true.
5: Usador uh, or Chunk, do you have any idea, like, what's the story with the festival of riots?
7: Every
1: Vistosh, when the fires rain down upon Foon, uh, the riot festival doth occur, where people do riot and loot and create havoc celebrate the beauty of fire destroying half of Foon.
7: Are you saying that it's about to rain fire, like, like fire?
1: <laughs> Am I sad about that? No, I'm not sad about it. It's part of the natural cycle of life. There's winter, then there's spring, then there's summer. There's probably something else in there I'm forgetting. Blunder? And then the fire season where everything oh, burns down. the fire season. Yes. Yeah, and I think, I think to
6: some degree, I may be misrecalling, I think the riots have to do with there was a market back in olden days that sold a lot of hay. And I think um, some of the owners were disgruntled about the hay being sold, so there's a, a riot.
7: Yeah, I feel like that's still happening today. Really? Too. Oh, really? That's a, okay. Yeah, that's because a, of the Dark Lord. It, 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 we, you know him, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. All right, so I don't know, I don't know how well you guys know the Dark Lord, but... Um, Ugh. De- Devin, how well do you know the Dark Lord? Well, it's interesting... I am the Dark Lord. What? This is a potential world-breaking revelation. Oh, my God, oh, my
1: God, oh, my God, you oh, my God. You, my s- sworn enemy, have come here in the guise of Devin Whistlestring,
6: yes, traveling
7: bard? I have, to sing you to death.
5: Devin, you are the Dark Lord that we've been well, building what, what, up for over it? two years on the
6: podcast? Can I just say, can I just I, say... We were just, before we started the podcast, we were just sitting at the table talking about the Dark Lord, and we were saying, you know, if somebody could get us some dirt on this vacuous mask, we could at last unmask him. And now, <laughs> and now you have unmasked the Dark Lord, and it's you.
7: I, and I just want to go on record of saying that this is, I, I'm only saying this because I am, in fact, a Lord, and I am dark,
6: Oh. oh wait, wait, so, Arnie! I don't know. You okay. confused me with sure. another dark okay. lord. No, he's yeah, a I know, I mean, okay. dark lord. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, you, can, that's really, you can say it. I can't say it. But yeah, no, no, no.
7: Like, for sure, like, he's a dark lord. He's a dark lord. Oh no, 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 no. no. Did I ah, articles right? Grammar. Uh, a dark lord. Yes. As opposed to oh. if there's I, a the dark lord. <laughs> Devin, thank you. When you said
5: you're the dark lord, I, in the back of my mind, I was like, there's a ten percent chance, <laughs> but I don't want to ask him. No, no, for few, sure. Few. This was This yeah, was hey, yeah. What is that, by the way? Oh, this is Arnie's cell phone. What's a cell phone? Well, I come from another world and there's all kinds oh, of
6: technology. Oh, wait, you're just going to explain
7: Earth stuff to him? Look. <laughs> have well, you been wanting to explains, he never No. Well, I am a Dark Lord, yes, so. That's I, true. Why is everyone standing? <laughs> I thought we were shitting.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> right? Devin, Devin, you get me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Devin, we, we don't have a, a ton of time, but I would be remiss if yes. I didn't ask you to sing one of the songs you would sing traveling from town to town. Yes. Um, yes. Absolutely.
1: I, I'd much prefer you sing a song. To me, having to destroy you, I'm well, glad you're the wrong Dark Lord. Yes. Because I like you.
7: Well, well thank you. Well, um, I, I would need some crowd participation for this song. Um, I would simply need finger snaps, like so, snap, 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 snap. You guys ready? Oh my God, you've, you've taught these simple fantasy denizens yes. what snapping is. Ooh. Yeah, and it goes a little something like this. Hello, my name is Devin. I'm a dark lord. That came from heaven. And I know that might not make much sense to you. But I had to come here to say, I love you. I have now, to say. Now, 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 I don't know where they learned to clap. But I taught them how to snap.
6: Man, I, Arnie, I have to say his voice kicks the shit out of yours. Because Arnie will be teaching us Earth songs. Like, he's like, you're a, you're a rich girl, you're a rich girl, and all this bullshit. Rich. Rich. Break like, me off it... a
1: piece of that Kit Kat bar. Yeah.
6: Say big
5: money, say big money when you shop Menards. I, I
7: don't think I that's the right tune. This must be some Light Lord lingo.
5: Devin. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's
5: okay. laughs> have oh, you ever oh, that noticed
6: that he... light
7: lords sing like this? <laughs> right, right. You ever notice how light lords drive carts like this? No, I, I actually have. It, I, it's, it's, it's interesting. light But But <laughs> Arnold,
1: Arnold told me that that Kit Kat bar song was sang by Random Opportunity, the rapper on your world.
7: Random Opportunity. <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm going to go on record as saying that that misunderstanding is on The Wizard. I'm, from, Chi- I'm from Chicago. What's a Chicago? Chicago. Oh, where do I start? <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful city from my world. Yeah. It, it, it's much like Hog's Face, only, you know, we have modern conveniences, and so um, it smells about the same.
7: Okay, are are there a number of dark lords? Uh, yeah. I'm really Arnie. Arnie, you're sweating pretty bad. <laughs> I know. Are you? Are oh. you hot? I am a. Li- it's a little warmer in the tavern. Now, than listen, it's if warmer. it's gonna make you nervous to talk about sh- the yeah. Chicago place, then I, I don't want to put you in a in a hot seat. I was just wondering if 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 I ever went to Chicago, would I meet anyone like me? Aw, I. I think in some ways, you would meet people like you. What ways?
5: <laughs> well, first, the most obvious thing, there are a lot of people
7: that shit standing up. One. <laughs> Wonderful, because I, I mean, can you imagine if I was the only one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also,
5: there are so many people in Chicago that will not hear uh, more than five more minutes of this episode. (laughs) Two. (laughs) Uh, But you know what, Devin? I would. I feel like we've got like two minutes before you got to get going to that uh, Festival of Riots. Yes. The five. Would you mind singing one more song?
6: Um, You don't get to decide. Yeah, I feel like the people in a tavern are being pretty nosy. <laughs> I mean, if it were
5: up to me, it would be that sweet Menard song that I brought to this world. Uh, but
7: any kind of uh, song that you sing when you go from town to town. When I go from town to town, well, the Dark Lord, a Dark Lord, um, loves to spread love. Sure. You know, so I'll I'll just sing a little a little ditty yeah. that I sing to spread love. Oh. Um, and it goes like, um, I just call. To say, I love you. They still know how to snap, right. I just called to say how much I care, yeah, I do. I just called to say, I love you. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart.
5: Devin I I love that song about the universal experience of opening the back door of your tavern or shack and calling out to someone saying that I, I love you. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, because as you said three minutes ago, you do not know what a telephone is. Yeah. <laughs> Te- no.
7: yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. It's literally me. (laughs) Devin, please. We normally don't
5: do this, but would everyone in the tavern give Devin a big round of applause?
6: It's funny... Seems like right when Devin was leaving the tavern, another guy was coming in being like, what did I miss? What did I miss? A lot of groans from the tavern. <laughs> I knew
5: you were not going to miss your
6: shot. Oh, that we like? That nuanced joke?
5: <laughs> Am I crazy, or did yeah. the tavern change behind?
1: Oh, man. I cast a spell to turn all the seats around 180 degrees. This is just the other side of the tavern.
5: Well, guys, you know, you know with, with Devin here, I found my, you know, myself thinking about my home, Chicago. and I, You always call it your
6: sweet home. My sweet home, Chicago. <laughs> and then you do that dumbass dance with those dumbass sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Aw, oh, yeah, baby.
5: <laughs> Don't you want to go?
6: <laughs> to your sweet home, Chicago?
5: Yeah. And then I play the guitar for about seven minutes. Which is seven minutes too long. Yeah. Look, I know that there's no easy way for me to get back to my world. Lord knows I've tried. Every day I'm out there figuring out ways to get home, mostly through this podcast.
6: Yes, yes, so many sit-ups and push-ups and... I can't do this. (laughs)
5: Uh,
1: Arnold.
6: Arnold It's Arnie I
1: I don't care But I do care about you And I I want you to feel at home And I know that you miss home So I've done something for you To make you feel More at home I'm going to sing you another song That you taught me Oh good I can't believe it's not butter It's how I think it went
5: I'm pretty sure that's not a song.
1: That's what I remember
5: that's you true. telling me. That is true. That's also like that other song I taught you, Doritos.
1: You know, you know a lot of interesting songs. They're I nothing do. like the songs
5: yeah. of food. There's clearly a through line in the type of products from my world that I'm talking about.
1: But I have also cast another spell. A spell to help you see... Through a mystical portal back into your home. (gasps) Eden, now let those images of your home be seen by you. Oh, Arnold, please bring a bit of Chicago here for Arnold to see.
6: Oh, Oh my gosh. Guys!
1: Damn, I'm good at magic.
5: (laughs) Guys, on the back wall of the tavern. Is an image of my world that I I This have. is Chicago? This is Chicago. This is the city I'm from. I mean, I don't live in this part. <laughs> wait. Wait, wait, wait,
6: wait.
5: It this doesn't is Chicago. Look like you, could but you don't it. live here? This is the city I live in ish and I used to live in ish and would be in this part of Chicago as much as four times a year.
6: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna point to a spot and you tell me how much oh, gold. No. <laughs> Oh, how much gold it would take to live in this part? How much gold it would take to live in that part? I couldn't even begin to guess. You what mean, a fun game! What a fun fucking you game mean that, that was! <laughs> you what a guess. fun fucking game! You
5: mean that in that specific window it would have to be like, what, well, like four thousand gold a month? Okay, uh, all right, all right. I'm done. I mean, I, yeah. I shouldn't be. Done. I shouldn't be hesitating because we're to go- find exactly what the. What gold if you lived right was. there? Yeah. <laughs> At the very tippy top of that spire. Oh, at the top? Look, guys, there's an evil tower. (laughs) And there was a time when it was evil, but mostly just kind of like, well, that's evil, but it's goddamn annoying and ugly.
6: You know, Arnie, this reminds me of uh, this visage. Reminds me of something my father used to say to me. Hugo, the hunger ghost. He used to say to me, standing tall, right? On the wings of your dreams, rise and fall on the wings of your dreams. I know this
5: is something your father used to tell you, but I really want to jump in. Oh, please, please. Oh, no, we've gotten to a part I'm less familiar with. Something, something, wind and rain. Those are the exact words. Yes. I'm bound for better I am, ba- I am bound for better days. Yes. My life, my dreams. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me now.: Yeah. Yes..:
6: I'm unfamiliar with that last part.:. D- <laughs> do.: but, but Usador. It, Usador, we
5: should be spending less time on each uh, image, but Don't be ridiculous. Here, another
1: image I do now conjure here.
5: Yeah, show me something else from Chicago. Show me
1: more of Chicago.
6: Holy shit. Oh. In Chicago, you have a giant metal clitoris?
5: (laughs) Arnold. Arnold, that that child would have known nothing was up if you hadn't... (laughs) Until you gave them a mental, like, pop-up notification. If we're oh, talking about a like, don't say mental pop-up. Oh, definitely remember this.
1: Arnold, I fear my magic has warped the very skyline we were looking at before. I have destroyed Chicago. No,
5: no. this, this is a, a very popular uh, thing to do with your parents when they come to Chicago. It's the bean Technically, it's called Cloudgate, but it no sucks. Fro- Let's see the next Let's thing. Let's see the next
1: thing. <laughs> Ooh, what's that right there? That's Two people the eye. pushing a, a bureau down the middle of the street. <laughs> Those
5: are. This is Wrigley Field. Uh, It's a a sport on my world.
6: Can I say that over here on this side, it looks like the sky is cursed, and over here it looks like better days? (laughs) Well, you know, I
5: have been away from Chicago for so long, but I can't imagine anything has changed. Like, this team has always been cursed. And, (laughs) and, you know, I, I was never a big sports fan, but I used to frequent, you know, a couple theaters near this field. And... I, I so vividly remember maybe I'd be going to a show and on my way there I'd suddenly realize, oh shit, there was a game today.
6: <laughs> and, so, and so if you're going to the theater and there's a game, do people like walk by and clean up puke? Is that the kind of thing they do? Or? That's like a side game. Okay.
5: Yeah.
1: Let us see another image through this magic portal. Yay, bring it on to us so that we may see it. Oh, yeah. What? All right, right out of the gate. What the hell is Beatles Demon Goat? Yeah. Because, because if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I want one.
5: Yeah. Well, this is the, the famous music box theater that's actually fairly close to uh, Wrigley Field, and I guess it's a movie. F- I guess Beatles. I I really can't figure out why it's Beatles, <laughs> Demon, Goat, because maybe that's one title, but also I don't think it's separate titles.
6: It seems very random. Like if I were to just say uh, Rubber Soul, Gorillas, hello Cool J, like that's just random. Yeah, didn't the music box sounds familiar? Why does the music box sound familiar? Well, you know, I, I used to go there every holiday season
5: to sort of watch the sort of Christmas movies and it would have an organist uh, play music, which was so awesome. Uh, that organist, from what I hear, is not always available for all
6: events that they do there. Um, and, but what if you were to reach out to the organist like three days before an event? <laughs> Too, too look, short a look, time? Too look, short a all time. all I'm
5: saying is probably that organist can't do every event, but if he can't, it's probably not his fault.
6: Okay, so it's probably somebody dragging their feet.
5: Yeah, probably. Okay,
6: probably, okay.
5: You know, I actually... This isn't going to mean much to either of you two. I actually saw the movie It's a Wonderful Life in this theater the, the day I proposed to my wife, Sarah. Oh, yes, I remember the story now. Yeah, you told that
1: story. It's beautiful. You told us the theme song. (laughs) It's a wonderful life.
5: Yeah, I, I miss my wife very much. And I guess it's weirdly ironic that before we got married, I watched a movie about a man who sees what it's like if he was not in his life at all. I'm tired of this.
1: Your Majesty.
5: Yes. This is the Burger King. This is the Burger King. Get it's, on it's... one knee. You're better sir. here. Look, I, I, I have ended up on my knees after eating some Burger King. But it.
6: Why would you say
5: that? <laughs> They're never going to sponsor us, and I know that for a fact.
1: Why does the Burger King put a sign outside of his door that says, Do not enter?
6: That's why there's nobody there. There's nobody inside. It's true. You open for business, and you say, Don't enter, so you have an empty store. Guys, this is a
5: weird picture the more I look at it. There is something ominous about that car sitting there. There's no one inside. All the lights are on. There's a do not enter. I feel like we took a bunch of pictures and we like l- found a murder in them later on.
1: Now I tire of this image. Portal, go
5: away. Did you disappear back? Oh, all right. Yep, sorry. Well, well, you, sir, thank you so much. It, it is very heartening to see some images from a city I, I do love and I do miss. You are welcome, Arnold,
1: and I hope it doth buoy thine heart to see these images of thine home.
2: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
8: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5,
5: Seeing that stuff has made me feel kind of sentimental, and I I saw an old friend of ours here in the tavern. I'm going to bring up one of our oldest and dearest friends here in food. Let's talk to Nathaniel Quenyarvin, the elf. (laughs) Oh.
4: (laughs) Look at those kicks. Greetings from the forest. You honor us with your presence, <laughs> Dathaniel Quenjarvin. Thank you, Fianjelic. Why are we standing? <laughs> Why are we? Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. Human? Uh, death? Uh, no, no. <laughs> that, was, that was a nickname I offered once and was never taken. And yet you use it again now, almost as an insult.
5: No, I think it's great. I think... Daft becomes you.
6: <laughs> yeah, you're sort of a Daft Punk.
4: Yes, I am sorry that I have not visited in some time, but the resistance goes on. #HashtagResistance.
6: Make okay. like a tree and resist. <laughs> what kind of stuff have you been up to
5: to help defeat the Dark Lord, not a Dark Lord?
6: Which are there I, more? Well, I've, I've DQ, you should have seen it earlier. Arnie was running a clinic on like talking about Dark Lords. He was really laying down the law. Look, I'm just
4: trying to like keep my ears open and learn. It's all you can do. As we all are, Caberone the Tree and I are making progress. We've gotten really into journaling, writing down our feelings. In expressing ourselves through the written word. Oh, Dath, I would love to hear a page from your journal, if you don't mind. I keep it hidden away, but perhaps I could give you something from memory. Today, Cabaron and I went picking flowers. He got all the good ones. I felt personally slighted. This brought back some... Some feelings. Feelings of vengeance against trees. But I expressed those to him in a positive way. And he gave me half his flowers. Then I kicked him. Because he likes it when I kick him. It was a kick of thanks. My dreams last night were weird. The end... Oh, no. Our relationship is deepening. And I regret to say that's about all the progress that Resistance has made so far. It's an improvement of friendship.
5: We have got to get any
4: proactive people involved in defeating the Dark Lord. I don't know, human. It's difficult to have a Resistance when you're always fighting amongst yourselves. But in now we do prepare. We bide our time, or the Dark Lord
1: doth become more comfortable. Aye, now he doth plan his own party of the day of his birth, and very soon a trap shall be sprung. Ha, 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 ha. But you didn't hear that from me.
4: And yet, is not the most powerful weapon we have against the Dark Lord the act of love? What? One, one person?
6: You don't get to decide! One fucking
4: coward clapped at love? Let's state for the record, one person, one clap. So I think it's a universally accepted idea.
5: Well, but yes, look, but when, we... it's, when it's about love... You don't need a full couple hundred people clapping. You just need to find that one
4: clap. I've always found that when in issues of love, one should avoid the clap. A lot lot more support for that. And by that I mean you should avoid seeking the approval of others in your relationship seek only to approve of yourself and i have friends approved of myself is that a metaphor no <laughs> that is a roundabout way of saying i have found someone oh my gosh congratulations oh, wow how, how wonderful yes
6: Daph, that's amazing
4: thank you no one for clapping Let the record state that there were several scattered gasps.
6: I feel like, I feel like eight to ten scattered gasps equal one clap, so. Oh, Dathaniel, I believe all those scattered
1: gasps were the sounds of many hearts breaking that you are now off the market. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
6: Yeah, honestly, you're fine as fuck.
4: Thank you, my good friend. Yeah, you're, you're fine as, you're fine as fuck. Your fur is looking particularly lustrous. Knock it off. <laughs> this that woman was... is incredible. She is here.
5: Could, could we meet her? I would love to meet Daph and the Maiden.
4: Why is he smirking?
5: He does that quite a lot. Look, as many as five Earth people are loving it.
4: Yes, she is here. Please... Come forth, my lady. This is Borghild. B- Borg Borghild? Borghild.
9: Yes. Hello, I'm Borghild. Hey. Hey, hey Borghild.
4: Oh, so, sorry. Oh, I, I... I
9: do not shit in the company of men. Oh.
4: It is a pleasure to meet you.
9: It's a pleasure to meet you and be here with you.
4: I love your voice. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. It's the thing that first attracted me to her.
9: Most people run away when they hear it. And if people stick around, then I know maybe I might like them.
5: That happens to me, too. (laughs) It's definitely the kind of voice you can pick out in a crowd. Well, you know, I
9: have no control over it. It's what I was born with. So I choose to see it as a gift and not a non-gift. Shoot.
4: That is another thing I love about her. She is always looking for the gifts and not the non-gifts. Oh, speaking of, Arnie, I got you a non-gift. Oh. Yep. It's nothing. It's nothing.
9: But at least you don't have to carry it. Yeah, that's true. See, oh, there's always a gift, even a unknown gift. So, so Borg Hill death, how did you two meet? Well, I'm dabbling in some fortune-telling. And so he came up to me and said, Hey, do you know what is my fortune? And I was like, let me look. <laughs> and I did. And what I said to him was not true for him, but maybe for someone else. I'm learning.
6: Yeah, it's, it's cool to hear you say you're a fortune teller, because I was going to say, you look like a gypsy. Well. Like a, a recent gypsy.
4: Like a recent gypsy? <laughs> <Yeah>. Well,
9: <laughs> I get where you're going there. Thank you. No, I'm not really. No, I'm just a dabbling fortune teller.
4: She's very good at telling fortunes, but it might not specifically be your fortune. Ah. Right. And then but, you look at the sign, and you're like, oh, it did not say whose fortune it would be.
9: Right. I didn't say I would say your good fortune. I mean, I'd say a good fortune. So it's on you for not listening more better. <laughs> so,
4: would would so, any of you like a fortune told? Yeah. I, Arnie, we got
6: go I would it.
5: love to hear a fortune, especially yeah. to see when you say you look. Yeah. Like, where do you look?
9: Oh, well, I look up at where fortunes are kept. Which are usually above us, but sometimes they're below, because fortunes can be tricky, so you can't always know where they're hiding.
5: Usually when I look up into the left, I'm looking for something I'm about to make up or lie about.
9: Oh, interesting. See, that's where the tricky ones are really uh, festering. Sometimes fortunes fester. Mm. And you think, oh, that can't be good. But then if something festers, it usually explodes and then makes more of them. So that's just more fortunes.
4: Isn't that a beautiful sentiment? Yeah. For, uh, fortune festers the bold. Ooh, the tavern is turning.
6: <laughs> no. Could we hear a a fortune? Perhaps?
9: Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. You will find a coin you thought you lost, and it'll come in handy to pry something else open that you can't get open. You're welcome.
6: That was awesome. Pretty casual fortune. Yeah, always. Well, I
9: start off off small, you know, because if you tell too big of a fortune up top, you scare people away. And my voice already does that. So I don't want to be like a double scared away. Just a single or never.
4: Please remember that the fortune about the coin may not apply to any of you.
9: Right, they get it. They get it. They're there. They're right here with me. I don't know where you are. You know.
4: Isn't she amazing?
9: Oh boy. So,
4: so Borgie,
9: could we? Ooh. Can I call you Borgie? Pretty casual,
4: not to ask if you can call her Borgie Yeah. and I'll just take launch it. right into it.
9: Borg, Borg. Yeah. <laughs> borg, Borg. Borgity mm-hmm. Borg. Uh huh.
6: You sound like a chef now.
3: I do. <laughs>
5: I know you say you, you start small, but could yeah. we hear one of the bigger, skits? You want a more bigger?
9: Things? Is that what you're saying? I want
4: it bigger. A
9: more bigger? All a right. more bigger.
4: Are you sure you're up for this? Is
9: yes, okay? get out of here, man. I can handle it.
4: She's amazing the way she puts me in my place you, constantly. You got a big
9: girl here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I love a good sight gag when you're only listening to me, but you know, hey. <laughs> The Dark Lord is going to come down, and, and he's, he's going like, to be like, whoa, who did that? My
1: fortune has been told. <laughs> For most assuredly, my plans, once they do reach their fruition, shall cause this Dark Lord to step off his throne and say, what has happened?
5: Well, I think they said, whoa, who did that?
1: He'll be questioning a lot of things. Yeah.
5: But it's not necessarily you, Yusidor. It could be someone else that defeats him. I don't... I, probably not. Or it could, it could be like his cleaning crew. Well, okay, yeah, I see that.
1: It could be you.
9: <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that oh, it's round, good, and good. whoever chooses to drive the Wheel of Fortune is usually in control of it. Can I get two vowels? Ayo!
5: (laughs) I I feel like that's a pretty pat
6: way to look at it. Uh, I'd like to buy a
4: Y? Why? I think she's the most incredible puzzle that I'm always trying to solve. Oh, brother.
9: Oh, brother. Really, oh, brother. (laughs) You hear me? I what? said, really. Oh, brother. Don't, wait, wait, f- wait.
4: No. Wait. You you two kind of look similar. Don't yeah, It's f- don't, wor- do- it, don't worry about it. No,
9: you, you should No,
6: you should worry about Why it. Why did you say, "Oh brother" 3 times? Because oh brother, where art are you
9: going? Now, yeah. Uh, right there. It's look. Oh.
4: <laughs> what?
5: Usador, I think that Daft and Borgi are brother and sister. Or at the very least, he's her brother.
4: That second option sort of blew my mind. Look, let's make this a judgment-free zone. Sometimes I call her BQ. Because her last name's Quen Yarvin.
9: and so is his, if you didn't know.
4: Borghild Quenjarvin.
9: Yeah, it rolls off the tongue, just like salt water does off a taffy.
6: <laughs> Arnie, do you have it on Earth where salt water runs off taffy? Maybe. <laughs>
5: Death,
4: is this a, a horrible revelation for you, or is this something you already knew? We talked about it, and it's difficult I am her half-brother, so depending on where you stand on various relationships, it's at best half-wrong.
9: And look, while I'm dabbling in learning fortune-telling, I'm not dabbling with no death.
4: Okay, that's fair. Yeah? Look,
5: I think what she said was death-all, folks.
4: How much longer is this? Did you... I see now why you were really eager to reintroduce that nickname. <laughs> we share a father, the very same father that ran out on me and my family when I was but a boy. Yep. Do humans ever have secret families? Uh, sure. I think so.
9: Well, we do, because I'm that secret family that old daddy had.
5: So, so, Daph, after your father ran out on your family, Mm-hmm.
4: hmm over here mm-hmm. was the next family. Not mm-hmm. so much after, but concurrently. Oh. And the reason thereof. I'm learning more and more about the story that my mother once told me that he, he was taken by the trees. It turns out that the tree is a metaphor for he had a secret family.
3: Yeah. Look,
9: at least he left you alone. <laughs> that one hurt me, too. Like, I almost didn't say it, but then it started coming out, so then I didn't fight it. But at least, like, you know, that way you only had one parent, like, laying down the law instead of two when you were, you know, in your rebellious years, probably.
4: She always looks at See, the bright the side. Gift. You're making this very difficult.
9: Why? What? How? What?
4: She's... She's incredible.
9: Oh, brother.
1: Borghild, D'Athaniel, this revelation has caused my mind to quake in fear, to reconsider everything I have always taken for granted, and leads me to here, ask ye this question. Will you join my quest to defeat the Dark Lord? (laughs) It was the first thing I
4: thought of. Are you asking me or her? I'm asking you both. Borghild and I actually have a quest of our own we must attend to. And it's, it's nothing gross, no. Okay.
9: No, it's not, no, no.
4: Although, nope. for, the, no. for the record, no. I, only, I only think it's half gross.
9: Oof, no. I think it's totally gross.
4: Borghild has some news about our father. <gasps> Which is... Yeah, oh. what's the rest of it? Yeah. Sorry, do they have dramatic pauses on your planet? Yeah. He is in a far-off land.
9: Yes, and hey. he's not doing so good. I didn't tell you that part. He's not doing so good.
4: Why would you wait to tell me that no, until I'm, right I'm, now?
9: Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm fun like that.
4: Our father needs our help. hmm But... If we can help him, we think we may gain an ally for the cause against the Dark Lord.
9: So, the gift right there, you know. That's, hey.
4: It's not a
1: non-gift. Then I bless this quest. Go forth, find thine father. Come back here to Hogsface and join mine quest to defeat the Dark Lord. Once you have joined your father and he has blessed your disgusting union, <laughs> we shall sally forth together and defeat that master of evil, the one who has kept us all trapped here in this prison town of Hogsface, I, we shall marshal our forces, and ride forth, I, upon Grimfoof, and Chode, and all the other horses.
6: Comrade, can I ask something? Usador, I've never noticed this before. Sometimes your staff glows, and sometimes it doesn't. What does it take to get your staff to glow? That's a personal question. <laughs> what glows your staff, bro?
1: Well, it's, you know, uh, depending on how magical I'm feeling. You know, if I'm casting a spell, like, you know, changing the tavern around or making a mystical portal will pictures appear, well then, it starts to glow, yes, because I'm excited and full of mystical energies.
5: I've also noticed it glows when you push it with your thumb, <laughs> right? I, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Well, Also, I have to charge it, or it just doesn't work.
5: DQ? BQ? Yeah? I mean... It seems like you guys have a lot to figure out, but...
9: He has more to figure out than I do, but yes, we both have stuff, you know, to figure out.
4: We will travel, and we will attempt to find our father, and it will be a lot of time getting to know each other. sure will. And and maybe we only take one rucksack, and we'll have to share it.
9: Hey, 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 it ain't that cold where we're going.
5: Hey D- DQ, can I talk? Can I talk to you, man to man, for a yeah, second? I'll
9: go this way, so you can't.
4: It's man to elf, but okay. Okay, so
9: oh, I'm so sorry.
5: Um, <laughs> look, y- you do you, and, and who am I to judge? <laughs> but if you. Feel like you're in love with your sister. Half sister? Your half sister. Half sister. Are you sure the next thing you want to do is, like, let's go find my dad and see what he thinks about this? I've never been more sure of anything in my life. All right, well, DQ, I support you. Thank good you. Good luck, buddy. And it's not the grossest thing that's happened in this tavern. Like, honestly, weirder stuff happens here all the time. That's good to know. Yeah.
1: It reminds me of an old Earth song. The love boat. With something, a loving boat. The love boat.
4: Exciting and new. Doritos. I'm feeling better about the progress that the resistance have made because it seems like you just sit around learning songs.
1: Arnold teaches us many songs and those songs are a rallying cry because as you said love and friendship are the things that shall eventually bind us all together and if we do feel a great bond with one another we shall stand up for what is right we shall defend our neighbors and those who we do love the most aye and we shall love those who we see the least we shall treat each other as equals and we shall lift each other up and then we shall strike out and strike down that dark lord (laughs)
5: That's a great note to get That's you to. That's how you make a here. clap. <laughs> Can you tell us briefly where you're headed?
9: We will head to the Westlands. The, the Westlands? The Westlands. It's my understanding Westlands.
4: that these are lands that are west of here.
9: Okay.
5: <laughs> Checks out. And do you know what the danger is that you'll be facing? Besides really the obvious stuff?
4: I have been told that the primary danger... At least in my family uh-huh. Is alcoholism
9: <laughs> It's been a good friend to me But you know I got another half I don't know how you'd take to it
4: Dad, I can just say There are a lot of red flags Do they have alcoholism on earth, human? I am from Chicago, yes <laughs> Borg
1: Before you set out on this amazing quest, tell us one more fortune.
9: Sure. Hey, I heard that. (laughs) Victory will belong to somebody.
4: Good luck to you guys. Our way will be scattered with the guiding lights of these red flags. I do see what you
1: love about her. Borghild is a beautiful woman. Very charming. Very lovely. I look at Borghild and think resistance is futile.
9: I gotta sit around with you boys and whatever you are more often, you know?
5: Well, I feel like we've exhausted all the puns, so I just want to say before we sort of End the show, I just wanna raise a glass to freedom. <laughs> it's something they can never take away. No matter what they tell you. They'll tell the story of tonight. Yeah. Tonight it's just the five of us. But tomorrow they'll be
4: Alive of alive us. Alive
6: of us. And I just wanna say. If the knee camp can get married, there's hope for our ass after all.
5: Well, thank you for coming back and visiting us at this very table. The best catchphrase.
4: Look for our new t-shirt. Indeed, I will miss this very table, but fear not. We shall return. And thanks to all of you for
5: coming back and joining us at this very table. And you're always welcome here. But if we come in and you're sitting at our table, we we will ask you to move because this is our table. Thank you very much. We're hello from the Magic Tavern.
3: that sure seemed like a fun time, but it definitely wasn't evidence of alternate realities. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt... Uh, sorry, that blinking battery tattoo in my arm is really distracting. Why do I even have this tattoo? It's... Oh, well, it stopped blinking. Actually, the tattoo disappeared entirely, so that's... good. As I was saying, Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chump the Talking Badger was played by Adel Refai. Ugh. (laughs) I feel really,
8: really strong. Daily Derser. Give me your answer.
5: Huh. Looks like Craig's battery crapped out, y An- amateur. That other guy's not around right now, and we're way overdue for another Trisha. I guess all that leaves is old robot Arnie. I mean, I'm not a robot, I'm Arnie Neekamp, one of the creators of this show, and in no way have I been programmed to make you think that this is just a fictional improv podcast. Anyway, it's my time to shine. User or the Wizard was played by Matt Young. I mean, that guy, right? Chunt the Shapeshifter was played by Adl Rafi. You know what I'm talking about. Devin the Bard was played by special guest Chris Lee. Get this, Chris plays Lafayette and Jefferson in the Chicago production of Hamilton. He is really good in that show. People need to know there's this show called Hamilton and it's really good. Anyway, he was awesome to agree to do the live show even though I think he had no idea what he was getting into but he showed up totally game we explained what it was like 15 minutes before we started and he was like yeah let's do it i explained to him that he didn't need to worry about breaking the show and then he almost broke the show but in a very fun way you can follow chris lee on twitter at the official c lee Nathaniel Quenyarvin The Elf, was played by Tim Ryder, and Borghild, The Fortune Teller, was played by Rebecca Hansen. Tim and Rebecca both wrote for the new Mystery Science Theater 3000 TV show, and if you saw it, which I hope you did, Tim played one of the Boneheads, Rebecca played the voice of Gypsy, and Cynthia, and they were both a really big part of the Mystery Science Theater 3000 live tour. Thanks everyone that came out to see the show at the Music Box Theater, and there were a lot of you Thank you to all of you that waited patiently in line to take a picture with us or have us autograph something. And thanks to the crazy group of folks who just agreed to meet us at the Burger King. And we're sorry that we didn't realize that although the Burger King stays open past 10 p.m., that's just the drive-through. So we all just hung out in the parking lot and looked like real weirdos. If you want to see Hello from the Magic Tavern live, you're in luck. We're doing a live show in Washington, D.C., November 14th at the 6th and I Synagogue. Go to hellofromthemagictavern.com, click on the live episodes link, and that's a great place to get info and tickets on that Washington, D.C. show and just to keep your eye out for any future live shows. Also, Kyle Telechan took some awesome photographs of the live show. We're going to try to put those up on the website. We got some amazing fan art that someone drew during the live show, which we'll also try to put up there. We're trying to add more fan art to our website in general. Also, of course, links to shirts and stuff. Basically, we're trying to make the website a cool place that you should be visiting on a fairly regular basis. It's a process, but still, check it out from time to time. Hello from the Magic Tavern So many people to thank in connection to the live show that I'm sure I'm going to miss a lot but thanks to Ryan, Julian and the staff of the Music Box Theater. If you're in Chicago you have to see a movie at the Music Box. Thanks to Haley, MK, Simon and Mindy from WBEZ's events team. Thank you to Tyler Green producer of this live event and the WBEZ Podcast Passport Series. They regularly bring all kinds of amazing podcasts from all over the country to Chicago for live shows. To find out more info go to wbez.org slash events thank you to wbez volunteers thank you to Gemma for manning the merch table thank you to that guy who showed me he can recite the full spin tax name thank you to people who dressed up in costumes i saw someone cosplaying as hank i saw someone cosplaying as pizza skull i saw a larry birdman jersey if you live in dc dress up as blemish and come to the six and i synagogue on november 14th oh i'm talking way too long but i was programmed that way Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Ryan Georgie, Evan Jakover, and a robot who's pretending to be Arnie Niekamp. This episode edited by Garrett Schultz. Logo by Allard LeBan, music by Andy Poland. Thanks as always to Earwolf, and thanks as always to the Chicago Podcast Co-op. And thanks to you, dear listener. See you next week, if my calendar programming is correct. Next week's gonna be the Dark Lord's birthday party. Sounds spooky.
0: Listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago, as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome the dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met. Who is more difficult to work with and what motivates them today? Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this Bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless in the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser!